Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, another uh, must-win loss, unfortunately, for the Padres. Um, and they had all the motivation in the world. We talked about this last night. Like, if, if you can't win a series against the Pirates after your captain gets beaned in game two and you come out flat, then, like, do they really even have any choice other than to sell? I mean, we've talked about this now for weeks on end. But let's talk about it tonight. Padres lose another series to the Pirates. They went one in five against the Pirates this year. The Pirates are awful. And they went one and five against the Pirates um, this year. So if you're here, subscribe. Okay. We have year round content for Padres fans. Um, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Do not allow AJ Preller to trade for pitchers like Lucas Giolito, which he's trying to do at this hour. Thank the Lord that the Angels landed him, Dude. not the Padres. Um, if you want to make sure we see your comment, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We do appreciate your support. We will get to all of your questions and comments. If they are super chats, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We really do appreciate that. And if you'd like to become a member, get emojis and badges, you can click the join button down below. Uh, just another frustrating day. I don't know if you want us to kick and scream about today. They were, you know, lifeless. Two runs in this game at every opportunity in the world, Jim, in the ninth inning. They lose. They lose a little bit of ground in the National League wildcard race. They're six and a half games out. Writing's on the wall, 59 to play. And, I mean, I think it's selling season. I don't know if A.J. Preller agrees, but I think it's selling season. Dude, <laughs> I was this, as soon as I saw this report from Joel Sherman, like literally within the last 20 minutes. Right. That one of the teams that were that was going after Lucas Gilito were the Padres. Fuck, I I lost my shit. I I was Why? like, are you kidding me right now? This guy is so delusional that he thinks that just by tripling down everything's going to be saved. Like what are we doing here? Right, like put the phone down. Like AJ, stop. Okay, the only calls that you're taking are not for like trading away Jackson Merrill, but for like, tr- hey, what do you got to offer for Blake Snell? Right, like G- Lucas Giolito isn't on your team. If you had him, you should be trading him. You should right. be acquiring a rental. <laughs> Five games doing? under 500, six and a half games out with 59 games to play. He just he can't help himself, dude. He literally, this man cannot help himself. He is in delusion land at this point it feels like 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 really like that 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 that's that signals to me more than anything that he ain't trading snell and he ain't trading hater i mean do i okay do we fully believe this report i mean when were they going after giolito was it seven days ago was it today dude uh, seven days ago john they were still uh let me think six games back right. of a wild card spot <laughs> Okay, definitive sign that the Angels are going for it and not trading Otani. This is Joel Sherman 40 minutes ago. White Sox had lots of interest in Giolito, including from the Padres. God. It's almost like he put that in there just to like mess with us. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm just going to fuck with the Let fans. Let me go right? mess with Padres fans because why would they have any interest? I mean, there are four. Listen to this, guys. And because we've talked about this so, so much, this is now a factual statement. The Padres definitively will be under 500 when the trade deadline passes. There are four mm. games left. There are five games under 500. They haven't had a four-game winning streak all year. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They'll still be under 500, even if they sweep the Rangers and win game one in Colorado. Assuming they don't do that because they haven't done it all year, 
they're three plus games under 500. There'll be 54 games left. That's one third of the season, two thirds in the books. You, you have to pass three plus teams, including two plus teams that are six games better than you. It's like, I don't know how else to put it. Like they're not showing me that they're a team that, is capable of chasing down teams in front of them. I mean, they're not capable of playing 500 baseball. They're under 500 since the All-Star break, right, Jim? They've given no reason for the front office to buy. None. Yet the front office wants to buy, and that's why I still think they'll sell. I mean, I still believe they'll sell. I do too. By the way, I just got to I got I just I'm going to call this idiot out on on right now. Pooch Aguilar. You're a fucking idiot. Dude, on Twitter. Relax. Aguilar Pooch. You're an idiot. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, what were you saying about selling? Yeah, I, don't, I said that, I mean, it's like in what alternate universe with UFOs are we living to consider anything other than selling? Because by the way, selling is not like you might say, you might be saying, oh my gosh, this wave of the white flag, they're going to draw 3 million fans so they can't, they can't make the postseason. Well, it's going to be hard to make the postseason either way. And I would tell you 2024 matters and that by selling, you can really put yourself in a position where you're getting off on, a, on the right foot. I mean, if you're not going to have Blake Snell and Josh Hader and Seth Lugo, regardless in 2024, why not get like real returns? Like Blake Snell is going to command a real return. And I mean, you either get like 10 or 11 starts out of Blake Snell or you trade him and get guys that could impact your organization for like the next half decade. I, I don't think it's much of a, a decision personally. So, Lucas Giolito tonight, the White Sox got, what, the Angels' second and third top pro- third ranked prospects. Right. S- seller's market. In, right now. Lucas Giolito, who... Let me look no, he's up. good. Okay, what's he doing this year? I think he's had a nice year. Giolito. Um, okay, he's 6-6 uh, six and six with a 3.79 ERA. Yeah, 131 strikeouts, 121 innings, 1.2 whip. I mean, that, that's very solid for a very bad team. Very solid. But yeah. my point, he's not having the year Blake Snell's having. Correct. Blake Snell is having a Cy Young year. If mm-hmm. Lucas Giolito is going to net an organization's second and third-ranked prospects, you could, you could probably get someone's top-ranked prospect right now for Blake Snell. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely getting... You know, you could two top tens, clearly. I mean, maybe three top tens. But potentially two or three top tens in you the could organization. Go, you could you could probably get someone's first and like fifth ranked prospects or fourth. Yeah. I mean you could get yes. You get, return. You get, now you, you gotta you trade Gary a, Sanchez with him since that's like <laughs> turned his season around, but who cares? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Right. Um you know, you have Campisano, give him all give him every single opportunity you possibly can be on the plate and then bring up whoever else it doesn't matter i'll bring back nola who gives a shit um so yeah you can net a lot for snell and you could also net a lot for hater that's the problem that's is in my point i know it is and we all agree here i think i think everybody in the chat t- tell me if you guys don't agree in the chat like tell me if you don't want the padres to trade snell and hater put in the chat right now just say yes you do or no you don't put in the chat yes if you want aj preller to trade Snell and Hater and put no in the chat if you don't want them to trade Snell or Hater. Well, let me start a poll. I, um, oh, yeah, here we go. Should <clears throat> the Padres trade both Snell and Hater? Yes, no. Mm-hmm. Ask your community. Community, you've been asked. I mean, you can get a, a you can get a pretty good haul for those two guys. And if right now you're going out and trying to get Lucas fucking Giolito for like Jackson Merrill or some bullshit. I mean, come on, give me a break. Yeah, right. Don't, don't do that. AJ is the, I mean, come on and, and don't give me, well, we are going to get Giolito. And we're going to move Snell. Stop. I mean, what? That, what, That's what even purpose? dumber. Yeah. Well, they're not doing that, but um, Scott, thank you for the very generous super. We're going to get to all the supers tonight. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, we appreciate your support. The super chats, click the dollar sign below the chat box. Like our buddy, Scott, who says, hear me out. Do you think Machado is a leader? Historically, he's a clubhouse problem. I'm not blaming Machado for everything, but could his attitude be part of the problem? I mean, could his attitude be part of the problem? I think that's fair. We could ask a lot of questions about this team. I mean, not to put it on Machado, but could it? 
Is it possible? I mean, why wouldn't it be possible? That's open to interpretation. He's typically been a guy when it's going really good, he carries his team in that direction. And when it's not going very well, the team unfortunately follows his you know narrative and performance as well. And he hasn't had a good year. He's had a very good month. He has not had a good year. He's had a very good month. So I, I'm not saying it's it's accurate, but I'm not going to discount it either. I think if you ask a lot of former players that play with Manny, I think a lot of players would love him or say that they love him. Like yeah. they loved playing with Manny Machado. Um, I think you just look at last year. Uh, he was the leader of the team last year and the team went to the NLCS. Right. I, I don't think it's uh I don't think it's a thing of, is Manny a bad leader? I think it's a thing of that we talked about today and we've talked about it a lot. And you know, you kind of were the first one to like, what's going on here? You just have a bunch of alphas in one room and that's just probably going to fuck things up. Like you have Bogarts who was, it was, it was his team in Boston. Okay. Even though Devers was the better player, it was his team in Boston. And then the same thing with Washington. Soto was the best player on that team. That was his team. Even at 20 years old, like that was his team. Everyone knew that's the guy because he's the best player we have. He, his talent is insane. Tatis, when he was here in 2021, like he was the best player in 2021. Okay. He was the guy that was third in MVP voting that year. He was driving the team and then everything went to shit. But like you could say that year, Tatis was the best player on that team. Then last year, Soto or Machado's by himself. He's the best player on that team. The team's good. You add all these pieces together. Who says that's going to work out? And these are real, real life. These are real people. This isn't like a video game. So I don't think Manny's a bad leader. I just think that the combination of alphas in the room have played a factor in this season in a big way. Well, and I also think this, and this is like a lot of, you know, this is like a lot of life. If they had gotten off to a really good start, yeah, maybe this thing's rolling. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they started 10 and three and never look back, then maybe it all works, but they didn't. And right. the longer they didn't and the longer they pressed and the longer they didn't hit with men in scoring position, the more it became an issue and the more it's become an issue. And I mean, they've had countless opportunities to turn their season around and it's like the refusal. It's like they've had a refusal to do it with the latest example being today at home against Pittsburgh. You have a home game against Pittsburgh after your leader was plunked yesterday, nearly starts a benches clearing brawl. It's all the motivation you should possibly need, not to mention your season's on the line regardless of whether your leader was beamed yesterday and you're lifeless against a very average starter. And you, I mean, it's just, come on. I mean, I don't even need to say it because you guys all understand it and see it. And it's really inexcusable the way they've performed. And there's no reason to believe it's going to change. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, not no. to say it's impossible, but there's no reason to believe that it's going to change. Evan, thank you for the super. He says, hate to say it, but if, Pete lets AJ drive this franchise further into the dirt. We might have an ownership problem. How can you look at this dumpster fire and think, quote unquote, excellence? Yeah, man, we are uh, pointing in that direction where if this doesn't turn around and it, I want to wait to see what Peter says after this season, you know, um, because you know what's going to happen. If, if Peter talks in the next couple of days, it's going to be ultimate optimism. There's no way he's going to go on to any interview in the next couple of days with anybody and be like, yeah, uh, we're selling and this team sucks mm -hmm. and Preller's shit and I'm going to fire him at the end of the year. He's not going to do that. No, he's going it, to, it's not going to happen. So I would, I'm going to be much more interested to hear what Peter says at the end of the year when this thing is officially done than any time the rest of this year. So when you hear him talk, that will tell you all you need to know about the direction of the franchise. And I think if he maintains the course that AJ's excellence, if this thing does not turn around and they miss out in the postseason, then yeah, we have a problem. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not at the point in my, <laughs> criticism yet to be like we got a problem Peter either i'm just i'm just not there now i'm not saying i won't get there and i'm not saying he's you know has no culpability but i mean i tend to kind of side with the guy that has spent more annually on the padres than anyone ever has and there's no close second 
So I'm not saying he's perfect because no one really is, but I mean, but also John, you know, it's, it's yeah. Uh, it's great that he's spending money, but like, if you go out and if you're a millionaire and you go out and buy three Ferraris and like a couple Teslas and a big house, yeah, it's great. broke. You're like, what? You know, like, Oh, cool. Cool. I have all this money. I can buy shit. But at some point, you know, there has to, the money spent has to be smart. Yeah, that's fine. But, I'm, but I'll also say this. And if you eliminated AJ Preller from the equation and hired the assistant GM of the Miami Marlins, there's no assurance that all of a sudden the money will be spent in a better, you know, manner. I mean, ultimately, Peter Seidler has people responsible for making baseball operations decisions to his credit. Now, you could say he's too loyal to AJ Preller, and we could talk about that. That's fine. But I don't think we could just snap our fingers and be like, if it was any other GM, this money would be spent no, better. No, I agree with you. I, I just, I think, um, yeah, that's foolish to say. Like, you know, oh, anybody could do a better job. Like, no, that's that's not it. I mean, Brian Cashman's had big swings and misses. Now he's also won World Series, but it's been 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when and, you can spend, you have big swings and misses. When you can spend like that's, that, that's just why. Like, I know last year happened, but if there was going to be a course correction. It had to have happened in 2021, and it's not going to happen now. I don't see it happening really anytime soon, unless next year is a disaster as well. Then it's like there's no other choice. But they're keeping their, I, I think they're going to stay the course. I really do. I think they sell. What's the chat say before I get to Carlos? Uh, you can look at it, can't you? I don't know. The chat says um, 70% yes. Oh, sorry. Okay. 70% yes. What was Oops. the question again? <laughs> I don't even know, but don't end poll. Hold on. Um, should the Padres trade both Snell and Hader? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have over 100 votes, 70% say they should trade both right now. Um, let me get to Carlos. He says, and thank you, Carlos. Appreciate you hanging out. He says, selling is the move, but the return has zero guarantees that they will be impactful players next year. I haven't seen anything that indicates we sell from the front office next year, closer problem and starting pitcher problem. I don't think you have a closer problem necessarily next year because of Robert Suarez, um, who you gave real money to. And in terms of a starting pitching issue, we said the same thing I would say coming out of 2021, coming out of 2022. I mean, Seth Lugo and Michael Waka happened in the past off season. Like I'm not overly concerned about selling off a starter. To be honest, I'm not overly concerned about selling off two if they're both free agents at the end of the year, points valid, no guarantee. But the other side of that coin, Carlos, and I know you agree, is like there's also no guarantee that you make no moves and then you get and you make the postseason. I mean, that's going to be like a, a one in 10. So, what if you yeah. make no moves, don't make the postseason, and let these players walk for nothing? Is that a better option? I, I don't know. I, I don't, I personally don't think it is. Yeah, I, I think. Um... The one thing that I have praised Preller before in doing is he has done a fantastic job in his tenure at finding closers, not bull, not entire bullpens, but closers. I can name off five of the top of my head, I think, right now that have all been fantastic for this team under Preller. And so I if they if they don't resign Hater, which I think would be also foolish if you gave him a hundred million dollars. Um I think, you know, the Robert Suarez as the closer next year is something I'd be okay with. The starting pitching, though, that I will I will agree. Like, that's a, that's a problem. That's going to be a situation where you got two guys right now under contract for next year, and one of them, I don't know about if he's going to be, like, steadily declining the rest of his career or he's going to be back to maybe last year's form, and that's you, Darvish. So I have faith you can just in go opener. Or, you just go oh, opener yeah. for like 90 games. Um, thank you, Paul Allen, um, for taking oh. a time out of your busy schedule to own the Seahawks to uh, Thanks, Paul. give us this generous super. Appreciate it. Um, okay, so okay, so ninth inning, right? 3-1. They make it 3-2. They load the bases. Bednar against uh, the lefties got me wondering if he has reverse split. So should let Sanchez bat and pinch Soto for however you say the guy's name. Coley? Colway? Whatever it is. Who cares? I have no clue. Um, check Callie? out Bednar's splits, whatever it is. Um, you want me to check out Bednar's splits? I will. I wouldn't say it's, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of a reverse split, but nobody hits him. 
So righties 582 OPS, lefties 431 OPS. I don't, I don't feel great against they had David no one Bednar. On their bench. They had no one on their they, bench. And here's the other thing, David Bednar. When the Pirates have led going into the ninth inning this year, they're undefeated, which is really impressive. And David Bednar like got out of a spot. I, I don't think it's because Juan Soto walked. I think it's because the Padres have no bench. To your point, yeah. I mean, you could have waited on Soto, by the way. And guess what? Then whomever was batting in Soto's spot could have grounded into a double play, and then Soto never even gets a plate appearance. Yep, that was. I was just. And then what that. would we have said? What would we? Murder Melvin would have been exactly destroyed. 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 And then the other, then everyone was not everyone, but there are people saying, you got to expand your zone. You got to swing in that spot if you want Soto. No, you don't. I mean, now you got to go do something you don't want to do because the guy's not pitching to you. Just because you, there's, because the other guys aren't going to come through, you need to go do something because they're not going to come through. Like, come on. Dude, every pitch was like seven inches off the plate. Yeah, exactly. Like, the fuck? So, what if he grinds into a double play? Are we going to feel good about that? Well, you had to because the guys on deck aren't good. No, it's Major League Baseball. You got to move the line and mm-hmm. the guy's got to produce. If if Soto took two strikes down sure, the middle sure. and it was three two yeah, and then he ended up walking, out. yeah, or, you know, like or that's one thing. Out, yeah, four straight balls, not even close. They were all bad pitches because he didn't want to face him, and he no. thought he had a better chance of winning the game by putting him on, even with the bases loaded. And he was right. And guess what? He yeah, he was right. Yeah, he he was spot on. I have um, a great, Brian, yeah. After we get after we get the super chat, I have a great chat or comment in the chat that we need to get to. You'll okay. love it. Um, Brian, thank you. He says if AJ doesn't sell something. Um, something is seriously wrong. This isn't a playoff team. I, I think he's going to sell something, Jim. I mean, even standing pad and like moving Seth Lugo, you'd be like, well, okay, you got rid of a part and he so brought what is back that, what a top that, 30 prospect. What does that accomplish? Well, nothing. It's just you realize that, you know, you could still do something without Seth Lugo, but, you know. Like, oh, cool. We got a top 30 or 40 prospect for Seth Lugo. Correct. Congratulations. World Series next year. Correct. Okay. What do you got? Oh, you want me to pull this up? Yeah, sure. Okay. From Pedro. Got to call John and Jim out. They <laughs> drove the season or an early propaganda and now want to sell. This was a one of one season next year. Soto's gone. So all in this year. You Pedro want- likes to get under a skin, but no, wait, gotta, I don't even really understand it. Call, yeah, first- call John and Jim out. They drove the season. Is early propaganda. And now As early propaganda? want to sell in this one of one season next year. Soto is gone. So go all in this year. Well, hold on. Or my first um, time right now. I literally sentence. remember saying in like April, like this team has a problem. So I don't recall saying early, like this team is it. In fact, I've never said that. Also ever. Um, and I got an uh, argument on some loser on Twitter about this t- tonight. Nobody. Before this season, and if they did, they're either just a hater or they're a troll. Mm-hmm. Thought that this Padres team going into game one of the year, even after they lost game one of the year, that they were going to not be a playoff team. Right, or be under 500. Nobody yeah. thought that. And sorry, like, oh my God, hot take. I thought this team was going to be a playoff team before this year. Yeah, that's like not, That's not else. propaganda, bro. That's just like given an opinion. Right. Pedro thought the same thing. And, right. and here's the other thing, Pedro, who says, um, Soto's gone next year, so go all in this year. They did. Guess what happened? They lost all their chips. You want to know what, propaganda, went all in. You know what propaganda is? Propaganda is when this team's losing eight to four, I throw up on the screen during a broadcast that this team is third in the league since 2020 in walk percentage rate. Yeah, but that's, that's propaganda. I mean, it's the, the, well, that, that, but it's the, it's the rights holder. I mean, no, the, I know. I'm just, I'm I mean, just they, educating they Pedro own on the, what propaganda is. That's right. All. No, I mean, go all in this year. They did. I agree. They should. Guess what? It didn't work. Sorry. Try again next year. That's the way I look at it. Because what, there's, what are you going to go chase down? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Fifth place in the wildcard standings? I mean, is that better than sixth? I don't think so. People are mad, dude. Um, Scott, thank you for the super. He says, if Melvin is gone, what do you think about hiring Benji Gill as manager? San Diego native. He did a great job managing Mexico in the WBC thoughts. I I have no idea. My head is not even there yet. Yeah, I don't. I mean, listen, I don't think it's a bad idea, but, but I, I just I don't have many thoughts on it. I really don't think it's a bad idea, but I don't I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, I don't know what direction they're going to go if Melvin walks away, if he's forced out. Um, I think it's definitely a possibility. I think he could walk away. I think he could be forced out. I don't think he comes back as a lame duck manager, by the way. I think he's either extended or doesn't return. Right. Would be my guess. And, and you know what? There's probably suitable candidates. It's, I mean, and they may get it right. They may get it wrong. They've gotten it wrong previously, you know? So, I mean, it's not like Bob Melvin's the only manager that could possibly, you know, put the Padres in position. So yeah, maybe there's a better option out there. And yeah, obviously AJ Perler's had some struggles in the area, but I don't know what to say. I, I have no idea. It's, it's just maddening. To watch this happen. Like John Maddening? Yes. Like John Maddening. Yeah. No, it's kind of maddening. Let me get back to Carlos. Thanks, guys, for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Please subscribe if you're here. You're on content. Good days and bad days. There's been more of the latter than the former recently. Carlos, thank you. He says, I kind of get the idea of buying. Hate being this optimistic because the wild card is so weak that a hot streak gets you in. The optics of selling is bad, especially if we're trying to re-sign Soto slash Sanotani. I like this comment, and here's why. That, you know, I always say fool's gold on this. It's almost like um, it's a bit of a mirage when you look at the standings because you look at the wild card standings, you say, you know what? You know, six and a half games is a lot, but it's not 10 games. You say, well, six and a half games with 59 to play. You know what? It's possible. And I would agree with that sentiment and take. Until you realize you have to pass four teams to get in a combination you have to pass four of these six teams san francisco seven games better than you philadelphia six and a half cincinnati six and a half arizona six miami six chicago two you have to pass four of those six teams five of which are six games or better than you so So all those teams have to play like shit that's the thing. You could literally close right now, <clears throat> 59, 40 and 19, better than 667 baseball. What is that? 675 or better. 40 and 19. <laughs> and there's no guarantee 40 and 19 is good enough to pass four of those teams. You might pass three and still be on the outside. That would be 89 wins. Now, I think you'd be in, but yeah. there is no guarantee. And that's why, for me, it's a mirage. If you're passing one team and you think that team isn't good or they've lost seven straight and you want to go for it, okay. Play, try your lucky craps. You know, I understand it. But this is like, this to me, mathematically isn't adding up. And that's why, and I think they realize that as well. And that's why for me, it's it's a tough, it's a tough like angle to pursue. And, you know, this is the type of thinking I believe, especially after seeing tonight's reports about them going after Lucas Giolito, I believe this is Preller's thinking that that he is looking at these the National League wild card race and th- thinking to himself mm-hmm. that every single team around them is going to come back to earth. Yes, and that they are still due for a hot streak. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that they're not going to trade Snell and they're not going to trade Hater, and they possibly could go out and look for a starting pitcher and a DH bat. Like, especially after the reports tonight about Lucas Giolito. That just kind of confirms it for me. Just for me. But the, but the other thing I'll say, and it is baseball, it's hard to be like, they have the easiest schedule ever. I get it. Every team plays every team now. So it's not like any team is going to have this, like, cakewalk on their way in or any team's going to have, like, the most impossible schedule in baseball history. That's probably not how it works. But if I were to grade the Padres' schedule, and by the way, they're capable of losing to everyone 
They've lost to the Pirates, Royals, and Nationals at home in a series this year. But if I was grading the Padres' schedule, I wouldn't call it easy. Games against the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks and the Giants and the Orioles. I mean, you know, there's even good teams, I think, are going to get tripped up a little bit. There isn't a team in baseball, correct me if I'm wrong, that has played 675 baseball this year. Not even the Braves. So they need to play. Now, again, 675, I'm not asking them for, to do it for the year, but I'm asking them to play 675 baseball for 60 games, which is better than they did in the 60-game season when they were really good. So, yeah. I mean, you have to ask yourself, is that possible? I mean, you got series, You got two more series with the Dodgers. You're taking, you got a series with Baltimore, who's the best team in the AL East. You, got, you go on the road for, against Milwaukee and St. Louis still. You're taking on the Phillies again, the Giants for a couple more series, you know, Houston in Houston. Right. I mean, it's like they have they're going to win one of those series and they're going to lose one of those series. You know, I mean, the, they beat Tampa in a series. I'm, I'm not saying it's the worst team in baseball. I'm just saying no, well, they haven't like, given Tampa's us a lot of faith. the only team that's like really good that they've beaten in a series. Right. Since year. Atlanta in April when they since won three or four. Exactly. Since Atlanta in April. And that was a really, I mean, when you look at Atlanta's year, that's a pretty impressive series win, but unfortunately it's the aberration. Yeah. Just, ah, man. All right. Run it back. Thank you. And this is where for me, it's all hindsight. Bo Mel not putting in carp for the rookie. Yeah. Typical Carpenter has been awful. Right. If Carpenter went in there and he struck out or popped up, it would have been a double play. You would have said the exact same. Why not? Why didn't Mel Bomel put in the rookie right. instead of Carp? Like it's <laughs> yeah, all hindsight. It's like they don't have good bench options, unfortunately, and that's not on Bob Melvin. Yeah. What Darnay said, unless you have it in writing that you said this before it happened, you can't say it. Okay. You, because that's how social media works, right? I know. I'm just fucking kidding. Um, Alejandro, thank you. Um, is there a trade in the Preller era? Where the Padres were true winners other than Hader, Bednar, Franz, Munoz, Naylor. Well, yeah, certainly. Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, is one of the great trades in Padres history, probably a top 15 trade in baseball history. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're, they're, yeah, he, he has wins, and he's got a lot of losses too. A lot of losses. Uh, I think Blake Snell is a win. Um, I think Joe Musgrove is a win. I think Joe Musgrove is a massive win. I think Hugh Darvish is a massive win. Um, yeah. There's been, yeah, there's been both ways. Yeah, both ways. Um, okay, let's get back to the uh, supers. Thank you guys for hanging out. Please subscribe. Appreciate the love with the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of the supers. I see you, Carlos. I see you guys. We'll get you in a moment. Do want to remind you about our title sponsor because we can't do this without the support of Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Our title sponsor has been with us since literally day one. We can't do it without you guys that are here each and every night, live or on replay, or without the support of our partners like our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. We'll save you a lot of money on your insurance. It's as simple as that. I've got a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy through Mark, and he's a great insurance agent. So it's not just about saving money. He's going to save you time, and he's going to save you a lot of headaches if you go with Mark. And we had to file a claim in 2022. We had a flood it would have been a disaster. And he took care of everything. He had us out of our house for two weeks and he took care of everything. And then we moved back in two weeks later with we this brand new flooring uh, that my dog is sleeping on right now. So he's a great insurance agent. You can click the link in the description down below to get to his website on screen. You can get quotes online for free. You can call him. He'll talk to you about the Padres and he'll save you money on your insurance, $750 or more. So the next time you have a renewal before you renew, call Mark. The next time you're looking for insurance information, Get in contact with our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is above my head. He's a five-star real estate, or not real estate, insurance agent, sorry. Uh, He's just past the century mark as far as reviews go. Five out of five stars. He's the man to go to. MNimitz at FarmersAgent.com when you reach out to uh, our buddy Mark. Let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. All right, Mark, thank you. And again, click the link in the description down below. Save money on your insurance. Support this channel. Support a San Diegan. Um, Carlos, thank you again. So he agrees with what we're saying, but there are no guarantees in selling either. Those wildcard teams are playing horrible right now. Um, now, two, and you just need one of them to implode to make a run. Talent on team is superior and deadline pieces. Okay, hear me out real quick, Carlos. You know I love you. Let's say Arizona goes in the tank. Okay. Yeah. Let's say Arizona finishes under 500. Very possible. They're 55 and 40, 48. Let's say they only win 76 games this year. Guess what? You still have to pass Miami, 
Cincinnati out of the Miami, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, San Francisco, you'd have to pass two. Chicago. Plus the Cubs. So one team imploding does nothing. And here's the other thing about these teams playing horrible. Padres in their last 10 are five and five. These are the teams in front of them in the wild card. Chicago, seven and three. You've lost games on. Miami, two and eight. You've made up three games. Arizona, three and seven. You've made up two games. Cincinnati, six and four. You've lost a game. Philadelphia, five and five. You've gained no ground. San Francisco, four and six. You've gained one game. My point is there's six teams in front of you. Three of the teams you haven't made up any ground on three of the teams you you have, but one of them by one game. Like what I'm saying is the Padres haven't been world beaters either. They're five and five in their last 10 games. They're under 500 since the all-star break. So all of the evidence is pointing to this is going to be hard. Not impossible, but hard. And I see Rich in the chat. He's saying Giants suck, Cubs suck, Marlins suck. You know who also sucks? The Padres. That's the thing. They just lost the Pirates again. So everybody sucks. Like they're not on this like trajectory that that they don't have a, a a winning record since the All Star break. They're six and seven. Like and they have they had a golden opportunity today to give you some hope. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I agree. Albeit it there, it would still. Yeah, it wouldn't be, have made the season. No, it wouldn't have made the season. But I mean, a potential walk off win that they've had only one of this year. I don't think that helps. So let, let's just just let's just do the exercise of the upcoming series. Rangers really good, Rockies really bad. Okay, but they so haven't swept Colorado and Colorado in like forever. But whatever, just give them the benefit. One really good team, one really bad team cancels okay. each other out. Yeah. Dodgers really good team, Seattle on the road, they're, not easy, but they're above five hundred now, they're right? And they're in the thick of the wild card chase. Exactly, Arizona on the road, not easy. No nope. Baltimore at home. Arizona at home, Miami at home. Like they're the only quote unquote gimme, and we've seen them lose series to gimmies is Colorado on the road. <clears throat> Your next like six or seven series, even through that, Milwaukee on the road. St. Louis on St. the road. St. Louis on the road. You get my Back point. San Francisco at home. Philadelphia. Dodgers. Philadelphia. The, the I'll give you two, three gimme series. By the way, they're batting gimme series, but I'll just give it to them. Colorado, Oakland, White Sox. Gimme series. Yeah, but they they don't even play well in those. But even if you said they win all those series, what about all these other series? Yeah, they they have a tough it's not easy schedule, man. And uh, and I said September was brutal. August might be the the worst month of the year as of right now because of how those teams are. Yeah, I mean, you're you're once you get past uh, Colorado here, dude, you don't have an, a, a quote unquote easy series until the third week or sorry, second week of September versus Oakland. Yeah. Think about no, that. That's, that's like the third week. Yeah. I mean, September 15th. Yeah. So from August 3rd to September 15th, you There's don't have any layups and they suck in layup games. Right. In series. Right. So, so maybe I, it's better to play good teams. Maybe, but they haven't proven it yet. Like even against good teams, they're not good. You know, like it'd be one thing if they had a really good record versus winning teams this year. And they had a really bad record versus losing teams. Then you'd be like, "Cool, they they play up to their competition, and maybe it's a good thing that they're playing all really good teams for the next month and a half." Mm-hmm. No, maybe. they don't do well against anybody. Well, that's the thing. That, that's that's the part that's tough. Um, Carlos, thank you again. Really do appreciate you hanging out. He says, "Let me be clear. I'm not saying that we should go for it, but I understand the point of view of the front office. Selling rental pieces won't guarantee anything in 2024, and that's fine. It doesn't." But also not selling anything does. I think it's harder. It's harder for me to envision them winning in 2024 by holding on than mm-hmm. selling off. If that makes sense. I just think you put the franchise in a better spot moving forward by getting legitimate returns for players that won't be here. Now, but if, you're, you're right. He, there's no guarantee. He's, he's spot on. There's no guarantee. And if Preller thinks like legitimately my job is on the line here, then of course you're not trading Snell and Hater because you're going for it right now. Sure. That's, why, you know, that, that's why you're going out and trading trying to get Lucas Giolito. But if Preller is as safe as I think he is, um, then you have to do what's best for the organization long-term. And what's best for the organization long-term is to see what you can get for Snell and Hader, which I think would be a fucking ton. And, you know, you, you can say it's waving the white flag, or I could, it, this is a soap opera, though. It never ends. I mean, mm-hmm. don't you want to win a World Series in 2024, too? I mean... Yeah, it's not. It's like you just gotta right. The franchise be honest sometimes this year. 
with the situation. And by the way, even as crazy as it sounds, I mean, even moving Josh Hader, and I, I get it, it's going to be hard to win a World Series without Josh Hader, but like, I don't know, you can move Josh Hader. It doesn't prevent the rest of the team from playing well. Right. Um, Carlos, thanks again. He says, Miami, Cincinnati, the Cubs, that won't convince Preller to not go for it, huh? <laughs> uh, those teams are going to take a step back guaranteed. I meant they need a wild card to implode. I get it. I mean, some of these teams will take a step back. You're probably right. But, you know, the other thing that you run a risk of happening, by the way, around you, and you know, I haven't even mentioned this, is that what if one of these teams just gets ultra hot? hot? Yeah. What, what if St. Louis hot? wins 10 straight? Yeah. They did what in if, September of 2021. They won like 20 straight. Remember that? Right. And, and the, the flip side is, what if the Padres get hot? Of, I, of course. I agree. But I'm saying the math is if you have seven or eight teams around you, and you're one team, the odds mm -hmm. are the seven or eight other teams, a few of those teams are going to be good. Maybe a few will be bad, but a few will yeah. be good. Like, think about, like, I might be wrong on this math, so correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> if the Padres win their next 10 games, and everybody in front of them goes five and five, they and still wouldn't the, be in a playoff uh, game position. And a half out. They still wouldn't be in a playoff position. No, they'd be in a really good position. They would. 49 games to play. But I think, like, that to me is all you need to know about how good of baseball they need to play for the rest of the year is if they go 10 and 0 in the next 10 games and yeah, everyone in front of them just goes five and five you're still not in the playoffs position like think right. about that but there'd be time i mean that's the problem with the baseball seasons are so long that be, you're always I, capable of going nine and one and changing your season but at what point you say like maybe it's not our year i know but still i'm just like you know, you'd need everyone in front of you to go five and five. Yeah, and they got work to do. You're right. I mean, they have real work to do. Um, JD Gasher, thank you. He says Bentley, Aaron's dog, would have done better in the ninth than Grisham. Maybe. Bentley would. Well, the thing with Grisham today is at least he struck out swinging. Because if he looked at a called third strike, man. <laughs> I mean, how, why is Grisham still on this team? Does anybody know? I mean, it's it's like I don't know. I even feel bad tonight, like piling on anyone, to be honest, because they're just it's just like it's all not good. I know, and it is what it is. And like getting rid of Grisham right now is not changing your, you know, fortune. Actually, I think he's been better of late. Just like I think so, he's susceptible to that horrible, just crushing strikeout. Yeah, no, I know. And and like, is it his fault or is it the organization's fault for like relying on him so heavily the last three years without any market improvement? Yeah, if anything, he you know he just hasn't performed, unfortunately. Yet they throw him out there every yeah. day. Um, Scott, thanks again. He says, "I think you're right." An assumption was made that having big stars would translate to wins. What hope do we have for next year? How do you fix it? I mean, this is the 250 million dollar question, Scott. Can you win with this core group? I mean, it's it seemed easy enough heading into the season. How could you not win with this core group? Um, but they're going to have to get creative, Jim, right? I mean, this isn't like, hey, I mean, they got a lot of money tied up in four, five, six players, which means the other 20 players, they're not going to have as much money tied up in. Therefore, mm -hmm. they need to hit on all those additional pieces beyond their core of, you know, six, eight, nine, ten pieces. Yep. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's just, ah, man. Yeah, I mean, the the big stars, I mean, <sighs> I'd prefer it this way, to be honest. I'd rather see them try to win with names than, you know, it's, it's more fun, I think. I mean, I think it's more relatable. I think fans are all, why are there 45,000 people there at night? Not because of their really good farm system. that Because of Juan Soto and Manny Machado. I mean, They want to see star players. The yeah. Padres have star players. The problem is these star players don't gel well together. Yeah, and haven't had amazing years. They've had there's guys that have nice years, but nobody's had this and, and unbelievable back to the year. And back to the like gelling part, you know, when you, the way that they started this season, if you had a like pecking order of like, boom, you're the, you're our captain. Here's my role. Here's my role. Here's my role. Instead of trying to like figure it out as you go, I bet you they probably snap out of it instead of like constantly wondering, okay, we just lost like to another shitty team in a horrible fashion, who's going to, who's going to be the leader here? Who's going to talk like waiting for the other person to talk and the other person's waiting for the other person to talk or something along those lines. So that in itself, like 
destined to fail because you put all these pieces together who had really no time in spring training to gel at all. You won't blame the WBC, blame the WBC for that. But then you get into the season and right away, you know, we hear reports of players being upset where they hit in the batting, the lineup, um, Manny and Bogart's having something go on there. Like it just, it, maybe it was set up to fail and we just all couldn't see it because we were blinded by the shiny object. It can happen in sports a little bit. I mean, it's happening in other sports, right? Now it's too late. Basketball team has too many great players not to be good. And, and basketball is a lot easier to be good with stars. You would think than baseball and, Way you know, typically you don't think super team with baseball, you, no. you know, like you, you just don't, they don't typically add up now world series, have, not to say the Padres would buy a world series if they somehow won one Sure, There have been some years that have been quote unquote bought, right? I mean, the Marlins have tried to do that a couple of times. There are teams that have spent a lot and won a lot, but there's no direct correlation. And there's teams that have spent a lot and failed miserably. Look at the Mets. And look at the Padres right now. Carlos, thanks again. He says, uh, but if you buy and have a good August with the deadline additions, you're right back in the hunt, if not a couple of games back because you play contenders. Yeah, there's that. I mean, right. You're playing teams in front of you allows you to pull closer to those teams if you win series against those teams. Yeah. But they got to win those series consistently. And then he says, summary, I understand the front office point of view. (laughs) Not that I agree. I don't even know if it's their point of view. Just because... Joel Sherman is saying they were in on Giolito. And just because Jeff Passon says that they want to, I don't buy all the public positioning. We'll see what happens. I do. I, I, we, that place is leakier than a faucet, man. Cliche. Um, If they're going after Lucas Giolito, that tells me all I need to know about their, their mindset. Maybe they were going to spin him. Oh, yeah. And they're going to trade for Giolito and then package him with Snell and Hader and then get like even better prospects back. And then, and then, and then, and by doing that, they've just given up Jackson Merrill. (laughs) Right. I like that. What's better than having one Jackson Merrill, having two Jackson Merrills? Uh, Click the dollar sign in the chat box if you want to contribute with a super. If you want to make sure we see your comment, please subscribe if you are here. We have year-round content for Padres fans in season and out of season. And we also have great partners on the channel like our friends over at Aura and their co-founder, Will, who is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan and has a great company, ORA.organic, plant-based nutritional products, every single one of them, including their probiotic, which I take daily. Have for over a year. It's an amazing product for digestion, mental health, mental clarity, and more. Uh, brain health. Look up the uh, benefits of a probiotic. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take their omega-3 oil. They have proteins for before workouts or maybe after workouts. When do you take proteins? After workouts. They have pre-workout yes. supplements. <laughs> they have sleep pills. They have immunity pills. I don't really work out. I, I got a orange theory. Um, but not to get ripped, believe it or not. So... If you're looking to get healthier, make sure to check out ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. I told you about five or six products. They have dozens more. You can shop at ORA.organic or click on the link in the description down below. Everyone is looking to get healthier for themselves or their family or their friends. So check them out. Huge supporters of the channel. We couldn't do it without everyone here live or on replay. We couldn't do it without our friends over at Aura. So make sure to check them out at ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. They have everything you need to you know, live a healthy lifestyle. If you're thinking of taking some supplements, but you don't know where to start, start at Aura, www.ora.organic. They have everything you need. Um, go there right now, pick up some stuff, and uh, you'll thank us later. I like this from James. So most of the people here, he says, are subscribers, and I agree. Um, so we should say like the video. So like the video. I like that. Like the video. Yeah, like, like the, video. the video. But here's the thing, James, is as Hit much as like you button. think that, as much as you think that every single night we do a show, we gain subscribers. So like, because, you know, you never know who you're talking to yeah. live or on replay. These shows are doing 2,500 views, roughly 3,000 views um, over the course of live or on replay. So out of those 3,000 people, you know, at least let's say even if it's only 10%, it's the first time here. 10% is 300 people out of 3,000. So there's new people, I think, every night. Yeah, and, and, and all we ask is if you're watching the show right now, hit the like button. That's all. That's it. Hit the like button and hit the subscribe button. It's I mean, we, we greatly appreciate that. We we love this community that, that has been built 
I mean, it's kind of been organically. Like, I mean, we just started going and promoted it and then you guys all showed up. So um, we appreciate you and just, you know, hit that like button and subscribe button. We're off and running, man. I do like that. And um, girls. I, and girls, guys and girls. I, I don't even know. I'll be honest with you. And we watched this entire game at work. I have no idea what happened. Um, they allowed a couple of home runs. I thought Lugo was good, but he allowed a couple of solo. Lugo was great. He can live with a couple of solo home runs. I mean, seven innings, two runs. Yeah. And then offensively, the Padres got even on a bloop for Manny Machado, a break, great, whatever. Um, and then they put a lot of pressure on against a really good closer in David Bednar. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Juan Soto is pinch hitting. By the way, we haven't even talked about that. Um, Juan Soto's health, essentially, and him getting oh, a day yeah. off when you have to win a game. But all of a sudden, you Juan Soto pinch hits. He walks on four pitches. It's a 3-2 game. A run scores. There's only one out. And you're set up where a base hit you win the game. Shoot, a walk, a sack, fly, ground ball. You might tie the game and get to an extra innings. And you know they're very good in extra innings. So you would have lived with that. But um, it just wasn't meant to be like there, like it hasn't been meant to be so many times. And the Soto thing was a little perplexing for me, Jim, because he, he's played so often. Hi, Coaster. Um He's played so often, or maybe Amtrak. Is that the bandwagon going by your house, letting people off? Yeah, seriously. No, it's Amtrak. Um, but he's played so often this year. I, I don't even know if Juan Soto – has he played in like – he's played in a ridiculous number of games. I think he leads the team in games. Yeah, him. he's missed like one game, maybe today, something like that. One or two. So they give him a day off, and, and remember what we said yesterday. Like Tomorrow is not off day. You didn't earn the off day because you lost game one to Pittsburgh. You need to win tomorrow. And then they sit him, but he's got this finger injury, and he's getting an MRI, and – he pinch hit. They didn't even want to pinch hit him, and they wanted to give him Thursday off as well. So, I mean, I don't know what to make of the Soto situation because, I mean, let's be honest, there was literally no hope if, if Juan Soto were to miss any time because of some type of injury. That would be kind of like the official, this is it. Right. You know, yeah, you, you, lose, shut down. you lose Juan Soto for an extended period of time. No. I mean, just no. He, he's He's been your best offensive player. Um. But it's just not it. It's just not yeah. it's just you know, so in this game, by the way, like Tatis hit one that he probably oh. thought to himself, Are you I mean he was bent over at the waist me. like he was punched in the gut? I mean, you you feel it sucks. It's like they've they've had so many of those moments, like oh line to ball caught. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it, and is it, luck? Gonna, is it fortune? Is it whatever is this season going to be chalked up to bad luck i mean that's just i mean the truth is if did you see that like would it have donged or whatever the twitter account is like how many yards would that have left i would imagine at least 10 or 12 would be my guess he also made an amazing catch in right field proving again let's get to that super actually i mean he's had an amazing defensive year He's going to win the he, gold glove, even though it he's means nothing. brilliant right field. I agree. James, thank you. He says, how about Tatis and his great catches today? Hashtag Tatis. I mean, he's he has played impeccable defense. This team is an amazing defensive team. Yep. And, uh, and that's the other thing that makes it perplexing. Great defense, great starting pitching, elite closer, four MVP caliber players, and we can argue that. But, you or, you know, All-stars. Excuse me, Hall of Fame caliber career type players. Yeah. And you can argue it, but you get the point. In their prime. Right. In their prime. Nobody's 39 on this team. No one. Nobody's 35 in, the, in that carpenter. Group. In that group, though. Yeah. Yet, five games under 500 with everything I just said. Weird. Really well, weird. Well, the thing is, um, and and a career career year from Hassan Kim. Right. Five <laughs> war, five and a half war. Amazing year. Like, amazing season for him amazing he's always on base so i don't understand it it's i i I just am i can't wait to hear what they say like what is the excuse gonna be or what went wrong yeah what are they gonna say went wrong how are they gonna oh and now the next trainings dude if they go the bad luck route i mean give me a fucking break bro i know i agree i mean you can have bad luck for a couple you can have bad luck for like a series or like a couple of weeks, but I mean, not what's for the record now in one run games because today's a one run loss, like six and 18 or something. It's six and 18, horrific. six and 19. Like, that's not yeah, bad luck. Crazy. Those stars aren't good. Uh, JD's third, thank you. He says, Pirates pitching masterclass in the ninth, walking Soto. I mean, with hindsight, yeah, I guess so. And I wasn't even honestly like watching it because we were doing a show at the yeah. time, so I wasn't like thinking about ahead, but 
in JD's thirds, right? Like what Bednar saw there, and I, I think might have what would have been re- what was relayed to him. Um, genius. Like I ain't pitching a Soto. I got Cow- Cowley or whatever the hell is yeah. his name, and I got Grisham up after him. I'll give up a run here, but I I have faith that I can get these other two guys out over Soto, who has been like you know the one of the best hitters. I'll give this one to you from Pedro. You can you can tee off on this one. I'm not going to react to it, but if you want to, you can, or I can. Oh, uh, why why couldn't Soto just slap something out to the outfield of so <laughs> worthy of 500 million? <laughs> yeah, okay. And do you want to reply or no? No, we we already no, did. I'm so over it. Um, at this point, you're just trolling. I know that's why I'm laughing. So I don't really know. I mean, what I do know is this, that this weekend is really interesting because we knew you get the big move well in advance of August 1st. And now Giolito is off the board. Otani's staying. We're getting real news. We're getting real trades. And here we are. It's the weekend. This is when the trades are going to be made. Uh, I think they could offload at any point. If I'm being tomorrow's an off day, I think they could offload. I think it's maybe a little early, but certainly Saturday. Yeah. You know, Saturday, Sunday, they could they could make real moves, and that's forty eight hours away or whatever it is, seventy two hours away. So it's it's all possible at any point. I mean, it could happen right now. I'm not kidding. I mean, they could, they could make a trade right now. With yeah. the, I mean, why wouldn't you? You have an off day tomorrow. I think the writing's on the wall with where you are, and you know, it's no secret. This is the team they are. Mm-hmm. Scott, thank you. He says, how about this? Um, what is good about this team? Let's get some positive takes on the season. What say you? I, I just said we just some said amazing it. things. I think the starting pitching has been great. I think Josh Hader has been great. I think you've got four position players in their prime, the big four. Kim has been great. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a lot to like about this team other than the results. <laughs> which is why it's so maddening. Snell is right now the Cy Young frontrunner, which is crazy to, to say. Right. Joe's had a really good year. Joe's had a really quiet, yeah, good has. season. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Hassan Kim has had a career year. I mean, it's just an amazing, amazing season for Hassan Kim. Juan Soto's had a really good season. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the Juan Soto numbers that everyone wants, but dude, when you're having, we have a 930 OPS or 920 OPS, you're having a good year. Okay. He's going to hit over, he's going to hit 30 home runs if he's healthy. You know, he's going to have around 80 to 90 RBIs. Like he's having a good season. And then Josh Hader. Is this right? He has, a, he has an ERA under one. I think that's right, or it's right at one. Yeah, it's like a point nine seven ERA. That's good, so, right? So yeah, I mean, those things are all very positive for this team. And I think Fernando Tatis Jr. has had a really good season for everything considered, and him coming back after not playing for an entire year. Yeah, definitely. You know, so those are absolute positive things about this year. It's just the problem is, I think the negative. You know, kind of outweighs. And Seth Lugo's had a really good season. Michael Walkov, when he was healthy, was having a great year. It's like it, the problem is the the record, which yeah, it's like other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Unfortunately, all that matters is the record, and because the expectations were so high, and this isn't the 2016 Padres, all that matters. Yeah. If this is 2016, and they were 49 and 54, if that's what the record is, um, and they were six and a half game out with a lot of work to do, you say, you know what? There's been some good here. I mean, we didn't have high expectations. We hung around for a little bit. Um, maybe we can get some pieces back. So, but think, it's not 2016, unfortunately. It's 2023 right. with the third highest payroll in baseball. And if you look at like the negatives of this year, Machado having a horrific first two and a half months, Bogart's having a really bad overall season, Cronenworth having a disaster of a year, the bullpen imploding in on itself, other than Hader, for the last month and a half. Uh, too many times have we seen Ryan Weathers in pitch games, start games. Uh, you've gotten nothing out of the catcher spot for three months. Uh, the bench is non-existent. The DH spot is a fucking disaster. And Grisham is Grisham. It's crazy how right. those things mm-hmm. are are the giant anchor that's bringing this team down with all the positives we said with like Snell and Musgrove. I know. And- Soto and Kim and Hader. And we didn't and we said earlier five minutes ago. The collective defense, like defensive run save for this team is is really impressive. This is a really good defensive team. Right. Like all those things, you would think they outweigh the shit, but apparently it doesn't. 
this this year at least. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's incredible. Zach, thank you. He says, um, Xander postgame said you can't control where you hit the ball. Did he say that? Tony Gwynn uh, rolling in his grave. Manny, um, but does he always have to be such a D to the media scrum? We played Manny today on John and Jim. I, I didn't find it overly egregious, to be honest. He's frustrated, and and I do understand it. And, you know, maybe some of it is his own doing with the way he's played this year, although he's been really good in July, and it's maybe too little too late. Um, man, he can be tough. I mean, he can. He can. I mean, he he wears it on his sleeve, and he's not scared to let you know about it. Um, the whole you can't control where you hit the ball. I would say this, Zach, and that's fair with with Tony Gwynn, but it's like you can't control where they defend you. Well, they, you can, defend you. I mean, you kind of can now without the shift. But you get my point. They they line I mean, up and there's there's, there's all, so much more data now, dude. Every team in baseball works around the shift easily by putting a guy right up the middle, right. I mean, how many balls this year have you seen hit a ton? Like rockets up the middle, and they're like, "Why is there a shortstop today?" Yeah, Yeah. like why is the shortstop or why the second baseman staying right there? Mm -hmm. I thought thought the shift was banned, even though it's technically not shifting. They they got spray charts on everyone. They know where balls get hit. They know how to pitch guys to get balls hit. So you know certain areas. So I I think um, I agree with you on Manny. I don't have a problem with what he said today. There have been times in the past where I'm like, "Bro, just answer the fucking question." You know, like stop stop this with the with the media okay they have to ask you these questions because you put them in the situation to ask those questions by not performing like what are they supposed to say there's no one and you're the captain of this team you're the leader of this team so you answer the fucking question yeah there is there is something you know you're handsomely paid you're the leader when it's good you're gonna get credit when it's bad you'll get blame you'll be asked about it you've been here for years and you will for years in the future it's your team. Yeah. Comment. You know, it really is. Uh, guys, if you are here, if you're looking for the best place and easiest place to play fantasy sports, make sure to check out Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You don't have to deposit $100. You can deposit 10 and get a 100% deposit match up to $100 by using promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. They've got football drafts about to begin. They have Major League Baseball drafts going on for literally tomorrow going on right now. They have pickums going on that we've been telling you about as well. I mean, who wouldn't want to take higher than seven strikeouts for Trevor Bauer tomorrow in the KBO or the Nippon Professional Baseball League or wherever? Yeah, still pitching. Who knows? But, I mean, everything, whatever it is, we got soccer, okay, higher and lower. We have KBO. We have Nippon Professional Baseball League, which is where Bauer is. We have Major League Baseball. So the pickums, you get two or more correct, and you're winning all the way up to five, and you can insure it. You don't have to get every pick right, and you can still win. So underdogfantasy.com, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, whether it's drafts, where, by the way, it can be an auto draft, or you can just draft. They'll take care of everything else. There's no trades. There's no waivers. The pickums, simple hires or lowers, right, across all sports. And you could win. So underdogfancy.com or the Underdog Fancy app, use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. What else do you have for me, Jim? Hmm. This is an off day tomorrow. <laughs> and with that being said, where is this thing? If you want this, get it before it sells out. A number of you yesterday picked this up. It is the Soto Machado Tatis three-pack mini big head bobblehead set. There are 144 of these. That's it. Once it sells out, it's gone. We've told you about seven or eight bobbleheads this year. They've all sold out, maybe minus one. Really cool collector set in the City Connect look. You got Soto healthy, presumably there. You've got Tatis making big plays and right. You got Machado talking to the media and you can have this <laughs> mini big head bobblehead set and it's going to sell out because there's only 144 and the link is pinned at the top of the chat. It's available right now for pre-order. Click the link pinned in the top of the chat. And again, our friends at FOCO, Jim, you've been talking about them. They have, they have really unbelievable products, especially in the bobblehead space. And they have so many more products other than bobbleheads, but in the bobblehead space, they're second to none. Do you know how big these bobbleheads are? I like, do. Does it say that? I do. Um, I'm going to tell you. 
Maybe like hit the read okay. more button. Yeah, read more would make sense. Um, they are four and a half inches each. So like probably the size of my like iPhone. This is like four yeah, inches. Yeah, maybe something like that. That's a good size bobblehead. Look at the back. Look at the hair. It's cool. Okay. I, I for for the for this price to get three like legit bobbleheads of Soto, Manny, and Tatis, no freaking brainer. No brainer. Go right now. Like John said, these things are going to sell out quickly. Um, pick them up because the quality is the best. And uh, if you are missing out on some bobbleheads that you know you wish you could have gotten, like the Snell bobblehead the other day, or the or no sorry sorry the Darvish bobblehead the other day, and the Snell bobblehead later this week, like Manny's had a bobblehead this year. Those those are those are the way to go. And then there's this from Quan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scroll. might be fair. Right. Maybe right. fair. Click the link pinned in the chat if you want to. Pick up that bobblehead set or click the link in the description down below to get over to our friends at FOCO. We'll be back tomorrow on John and Jim, 3 o'clock, reacting to trade deadline news, and then back Friday night. Padres, Rangers, Bruce Bochy back in town, Hall of Fame weekend. We'll be Is back. Hall of Fame Friday night or Saturday night? I don't know the answer to that. Same one now, put it in the chat. I think it's Friday night. I w- you've been saying Friday. I would think Saturday makes more sense, but you've been saying Friday. I'm probably wrong. Rich would know. Rich, what's the answer? Because it's not just Boach. It's also Jake Peavy and... Oh, it'll be, it should be awesome. It'll be awesome. Um, who else? Who else is getting inducted? I'm, I'm like, I blanked on his name. Thank you, Run It Back. <laughs> Very kind. It's Friday. It's Friday. A little bit bigger than your penis. Nice. Uh-huh. Funny. This is a question for Jim. Pedro? Yes. Kristen's talking about it too, by the way. Moore's. John Moore's. Thank you. Oh, John Moore's is part of the class. Okay. Yeah, I completely just blanked on his name. Yeah. I knew I had I had no, the visual in my head. I'm like, is, who is this again? I just it'll be a very, very cool night. Very cool night. Yeah. Um I'll lose 13 My, too. Will Myers in San Diego, by the way. Great. If, if 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 the big sign if the big move is they sign Will Myers, fire everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, if you're here, guys, thank you. Subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super thanks. If you're here on replay, we really do appreciate that. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor. Any insurance need, he's gonna save you money and time. Click the link in the description down below. Aura, plant-based nutritional products. Click the link in the description down below. Underdog Fantasy, promo code PODSWRAP. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. And our friends over at FOCO, click the link down below or the link that is pinned in the live chat if you want that mini bobblehead set. And by the way, if you use promo code WRAPUPSHOW10, WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps, you will get 10% off your order if you're not pre-ordering items. All right, we're going to catch up again with you guys tomorrow. Did I miss anything here late? Um, you know what? I did. I missed JD's third. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, JD's third. He says, San Diego coaches can win. Bochi, Roberts, Tingler, all first. What were we, just in general? What uh, am I missing? I like it. Cool. Where, where's Tingler, by the way? Minnesota, right? Uh, oh, I got yes. you. can win. Bochi, first place. Roberts, first place. Tingler, first. got it. Yeah, Got it. Thank you, JD's third. All right, we'll see you tomorrow on the radio at 3 p.m. Thanks, guys. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.